0: Hey everyone, Brian here, as I'm sure you well know. I need you to listen to this intro so you can be aware of what the hell you're getting into before playing this episode. I wrote this as a character study and to do more with the audio drama style of recording and just to push my own acting abilities. It is not even remotely like anything that LCP has put out before. It's extremely immersive, dark, and gruesome. It's important that you know you do not need to play this episode. It's not necessary for any LCP canon or future content. It's possible this character will appear in another episode later, but his backstory is not a prerequisite. This is 100% optional. I am also very interested in producing more audio drama-style episodes in the future that are much more lighter in tone for the casual listener, so don't think that you're missing out by skipping this. We actually let Kim preview it beforehand, and she decided to turn it off halfway through because it just wasn't for her. She wasn't into it. The guys listened to it without much warning, and afterwards they were hesitant to even let me release it. They said I should add lots of content warnings and make it abundantly clear what you would all be subjecting yourselves to by turning it on, so I hope this intro accomplishes that. If you were to say that standard Film Wars Crossing episodes are a PG 13, uh, aside from all the F words, obviously, then I would say that, comparatively, this episode would have a hard R rating. If you said normal LCP is similar in tone to the Marvel's Avengers, I would say, comparatively, that this episode is similar in tone to Silence of the Lambs, or Saw, or I Spit on Your Grave. It's not actually as horrid as I Spit on Your Grave, but I am trying to convey the tone to you before you listen. I'll even tell you right up front that this story does not have a happy ending. Once the episode begins, in just a moment, I'll try to give you the explicit content warnings, which I even advise bracing yourself for because Chris said that even the content warnings need content warnings. They are explicit. But I just want to reiterate one last time, you don't have to listen to this. It's a stupid fictional story I wrote, it's not worth upsetting yourself or giving yourself nightmares or triggering any PTSD or anything like that. I love you guys too much to ask you to make yourselves miserable just to hear something I wrote. I've broken this into a couple episodes so that it's a bit more manageable to listen to because there were no breaks or breathers in the full 40 minute version, it's pretty relentless through and through, so without further ado, brace yourselves, because things are about to get dark. I present to you the story of Tobias Crane. This story is the origin of a serial killer and the horrible life that molded him into becoming that way. The episode is an immersive and cinematic audio drama with extremely heavy themes. The explicit content inside contains an abundance of domestic abuse and violence between a husband and a wife and their children, armed robbery, murder, strong language including slurs, the graphic depiction of humans being killed and then butchered, multiple depictions of sex scenes including prostitution, people taking advantage of a mentally challenged and impressionable youth leading him down a dark path and using his skills and possessions for their own selfish means and all manner of dark and terrible things of the Wild West era. Listen at your own discretion. Tobias Crane, a preteen with a mental state a few years younger than his actual age. He lived in a shitty two-bedroom apartment in Farport, with his older brother Mortimer, his mother Melba, and his father Emery. The family was poor and the parents were harsh. Our scene opens at the dinner table. Mortimer, get your ass in here and set the damn table. I tell you third time, it'll be with the plate to the head. Tobias, get your mitts out of the food. Where the hell is your pa? We'll have already shit this out by the time he gets home. Ernie, damn it, Mortimer! I'm here, I'm here. Mama, what are the deadlines? Where the hell did you hear that? At school, Bernard said that. When retards just die, Ernie sends our souls to the deadlands. You ain't no retard, Tobias. I don't raise retards. Paul says I am. Your pa is a bastard, and if he ain't here in five minutes, we're eating without him. Probably off of some horse somewhere. Oh, Ernie won't send my soul to the deadlands. The deadlands ain't the actual hell, but they may as well be. It's just a place where men go when they's running from the law. I'm fucking hungry. You watch your fuckin' mouth, boy. I ain't raising no foul-mouthed heathens in this house. I think it's pretty clear that your pa is out carousin'. We're eating without him. What the whore? No talking at the table. Eat your supper. <laughs> About damn time you showed up. I ain't hungry. Well, the least you could do is come say hello to your family. Fuck off, woman damn fool is drunk again. What's carousing? I said no talking at the table. A couple days later, the two boys came home from school. It was the day their mother was in for an unpleasant revelation. No leaving books on the table. Take them up to your room. Morty, I'm gonna need you to pick up food at the general store this afternoon. Why can't Pa do it? Only Ernie knows where your Pa's been these last few days. I'd be happy if he never came home. Don't be a shit. There's a list for you on the counter. I don't see any money. There's some in the cupboard. I don't see any. Ernie, damn it, use your damn eyes. Where the hell? Tobias, did you take my damn money? No mama. Your pa must have grabbed it. Ernie Christ, you'll have to use the money you made off the bottles. That's my money. You live in this house, you contribute to this house. Ain't no house, it's a shithole. I'm about to smack them words out of your fool mouth if you don't shape up, you little shit. Who the hell? This Mr. Crane's residence? (sighs) Yeah, what do you want? Well, this is his severance pay. You were supposed to pick it up two weeks ago, but it never came. Severance pay for what? His final payment from Simon and Simon after he was let go. What do you mean, let go? Ain't got no job no more? Well, I'm sorry you had to hear it from me. I need to run now. I appreciate you passing that on to Mr. Crane. Hey, oh, watch it! Pardon me, sir. Uh, These clowns in suits I always run around without looking where they're going. There you, Mrs. Crane? Mr. Crane in? No. Ain't uh, no surprise there. Mind if I come in? Don't you come shoving your way into this house! Hey, uh, you seem to forget I own this apartment, not you, Mrs. Crane. You keep out of the bedroom. Hey, uh, Mr. Crane, if you're hiding in here, you just can't get out of paying your rent. Uh, don't make this go down the hard way, Mr. Crane. He ain't here. What do you mean we ain't paid the rent? Like uh, 30 days overdue is eviction time, lady. You got one more week and then it's outski. You can't throw us out of our home. I can and I will. I have a lot of connections, Mrs. Crane. You don't want me to give them your names, believe me. Well, I have money right here. <laughs> that won't cover the late fees. I'll need more than that. But uh, money ain't everything, you know. There's some other ways you could pay them late fees. You keep your greasy mitts to yourself. Mm. Yeah, don't tell me you don't want to lick the grease off my well, mitts. Mortimer says that I can't go to the store with him. Go back to your room, Tobias. The adults are talk. <laughs> Maybe we're the ones who should go back to get a room. Last chance, lady, and listen. This is the easy way. Believe me. But I never get to go to the store. Back to your room, Tobias. You better listen to your mom, kid. We're going to the other room to talk. You interrupt us, Tobias. I'ma have you fucking hide. I was glad you come to your senses. Where's Ma? She and that man are doing that thing that she and Pa do sometimes. What man? The the man that always comes by asking for money. The hell? Oh fuck. Toby, you need to get to our room and stay there. And you keep your fucking mouth shut about this. Whatever you do, do not tell Pa. Ever. Why, what are they doing? Never you mind. Swear to me you ain't gonna tell no one. Okay, cross my heart. Good. Go on, go to our room. Some days passed and their father knew nothing about his wife and the landlord. He was still staying out late, and nobody at home knew what he was up to every night. Is Paul coming home tonight? Fuck if I know, that man don't tell me shit. Maybe he got a new job. Wouldn't matter. The old bastard couldn't keep a job if he shoved it in a whiskey bottle. What are we gonna do if we can't get money? We'll do what we have to when the time comes. I ain't having this discussion now, go read a book or have a frig or whatever the hell boys your age do. You ain't old enough to be talking about money. Well, look who's blessing us with his presence tonight. Ain't got time for your shit, woman. What the hell is that? You bleeding? It ain't mine. Well, who the hells is it? Mind your business, woman. This shit became my business when it started affecting our family. What are you blathering about? Landlord came by a few days back. Said you was a month late, so I had to pay the rent. Pay the rent with what? Morty's bottle money. There ain't no way Morty had enough bottle money for that. And I had some savings. What savings? When were you gonna tell me you lost another damn job? I didn't lose shit. A man came by and handed me your severance pay. Said you was let go. That's what I used to pay the landlord. You spent my money? Well, one of us had to. We gotta pay to live here, you know. You had no right. You want money, you go make your own damn money. I may have to, since you can't seem to keep a fucking job. Stay the fuck out of my business, woman. You don't know shit. I told you, you've made this all our business now. You want to be in my business? Maybe you'd like to see the business end of my fist. Take your fucking hands off me. <clears throat> Damn, damn, her, woman! Give me that pain. <clears throat> harder. Shut up. I said harder, <clears throat> you son of a bitch. Are <clears throat> <sighs> <clears throat> <clears throat> doing that thing again? Ignore them. Come on, I'll read you another funny page. Another couple of days passed by. The family had resorted to living off of beans, rice, and bread. Tobias' mother was starting to feel desperate, and had lost all confidence in her husband's ability to provide. I found a way to make money. Paper said they need a woman to model for students at the college. <laughs> they don't pay much, but- I'm so sure they would want a fat lard like you. They need all types. No wife of mine's gonna parade her body in front of a bunch of ogling young fucks. Ernie, dammit, we gotta do something for money around here. I got it covered. That where you been all these nights? Would you get a job digging graves at the cemetery or some shit? Something like that. Why don't you tell me what you've been doing? The boys and I don't even know if you'll come home some nights. I'm taking care of things. Way well, you took care of our rent by riding up a bunch of late fees. This conversation is over. If I don't get money for food by the weekend, I'm applying for that job. You apply for that job, you can pack your shit and find a new place to live. Who the hell are you fiddling with, toe fucker? Huh? You know over here. Let me see that. Um, I found it. You tell me where you found it, boy. On Mama's a nightstand. Where'd you get this? I ain't never seen it before. Stop lying to me, woman. Where'd you get this pin? I ain't never seen it. The hell's a four, anyhow. You got five seconds to tell me who was in that bedroom with you. Weren't no one in the bedroom with me. Not even you, staying out all night doing who knows what- Don't you strike I'm me- I'm not gonna ask again, where'd you get this pin? It must have fallen out of the landlord's trousers when we was fucking. Is that what you wanted to hear? You wanna know that your wife had to whore herself out to pay the damn rent cause her piece of shit husband can't hold a job? You fucked the landlord? There weren't no choice in the matter. He said he knew some bad people who would be coming after us if i didn't. You fucked the landlord? Don't raise your voice, this is not- <clears throat> Mortimer! Get in here! Toe fucking bias, you get your shoes on, boy. What are you doing? What the hell you think you're doing, MREP Crane? You shut your whore mouth, woman. You done enough damage round here. Damn it, Toe Fucker, I said get your shoes on. You ain't taking our boys on some fool revenge trip. You put that gun away or I'm calling the lawman. You call the lawman, I'll see to it you never see your boys again. I'll take everything from you, woman. It ain't worth it, M. Whatever you're thinking about, you'll only cause more trouble. Order you get the knife off my bedstand, you take the tow fucker out while I fetch the horses. Where are we going? Well, hush your mouth, boy. You do as I say. This ain't worth it, Em. Well, you should have thought of that before you fucked the landlord. Emory P. Crane took his boys and they rode off into the night. Eventually, They arrived at the landlord's house a ways outside the city. Alright. You boys want to live through this? You better do every damn word I say. We're going in there while that shit's asleep. I'm going to hold him down. Mort, you're going to have to get the rope around him, tie them knots like I told you. You remember that? Uh... I don't want to do this, Pa. You're gonna do it or I'm gonna skin your hide. I ain't giving you a gun cause you can't shoot for shit. Don't fucker, you get the spare gun. You don't point it at anything unless you're gonna kill a dad. You get me, boy? Yes, Pa. It's just like you did them rabbits. How you such a good fucking shot, Ernie only knows. But you did it like you did them hares. You point that gun at me or Morty, though. I'm gonna take it and shoot you with it myself. You get me, boy? Yes, Pa. Good. You remember this old fucker inside? He ain't no different than a rabbit. He tries to run. You point and you squeeze. You make me proud of you, boy. Yes, Pa. All right. Let's go. We walk like he's trying to catch a cat. We make noise. We could wind up dead. Y'all want to die? No, no Pa. No, Pa. Me neither. Let's get moving. It's so dark inside. How are we going to find him? We'll have to go in through the back. What if he's not alone in there? He ain't married. Maybe he's got a whore though. We don't make a move till we see for sure. It's fucking barred up. We're going to have to pry a window. I don't hear nothing. Don't move. All right, come on, give me your hands, all right, watch for squeaky boards, you don't knock shit over. Ah, Fuck shit. Fucking shit. What is going on in here? fucking buys right between the eyes I fucking swear you got some sort of devil in you boy better give me that gun now you still with us boy yes Paul leave it here oh shit what are we gonna do Paul we gotta get both bodies wrapped up now dog torn in my arm. Help me move the bodies before the neighbors start getting nosy." <clears throat> they managed to get the body of the landlord and his dog all bagged up and placed on their horses. The nearest neighbors were a field away and didn't seem to wake up to the sound of the gun. Emery and his sons rode the horses out to the lake to prep the bodies for a watery grave. Unwrap them here. Go reach for the saddlebag and give me them shears. Lawman will try to identify these bodies when they find them. Please, Paul. All right. Come on man tell who a man is. By his face? I'd tell a man without his face. It's just like skinning them rabbits, remember? Cut and peel. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Gouge the eyes too. Ooh. Calm down, boys. This fucker ain't nothing but an animal. What else can a lawman find? I, I don't know. Fingers and toes—they got prints on them. Hand me the shears. We take the tooth. He got a birthmark, we take the mark. Got a deformed pecker, we take the pecker. You get me, boys? Yes, yeah, Pa. Good. Now more you can practice on the dog. Then we bag them up with frocks, make sure they ain't gonna float. Take them out on the raft, and we dump them in the drink. How do you know how to do all this, Pa? A man's gotta guard his home, boys. That's why I'm teaching you two.